just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. All right, the coaches are back for another riveting episode of Truth Seekers. Coach, talk to me today. I'm thinking about uh, some new energies heading into, well, we're not quite to Q4 yet, but it's right around the corner. Uh, we got some, maybe some changes with the way that schedules have gone down. I got some things to share on my end with uh, some things that I'm focused on that I maybe wasn't focused on a couple months ago, but uh, I'm always intrigued by this constant and never-ending improvement, a term we use all the time, can I, C-A-N-I, constant and never-ending improvement. And it just, uh, it means different things throughout the year. So we could have sat here January 1st, 2022, and tried to guess what that could have been nine months later, but here we sit. Is it what you thought it'd be? Uh, and regardless of that answer, like what, what is it? What, what are you focused on most improving right now? Way back, baby. Uh, well, as we record this, it's the day after the Labor Day weekend, after Labor Day. And I find, I find this time of the year super intriguing. So seasonally for me, my business, it's been the last few months, months, six weeks, two months maybe of really intentionally slowing down, trimming the bushes, if you will, in the business, make sure that my time is really intentional. Because I, I got I got to my limit. I got to my limiter, if you will. And I, rather than having that space in there, I was getting more reactive rather than intentional. So been done it in. And then, which, you know, go slow, go slow, let's go faster. And then, but also the start of it because of the timing of the year now, I find it really important. Like I said, very intriguing time of the year because we've got one month left of the quarter, and then we've got Q4, which is not only just another quarter; it's the last quarter of the year. And not only that, it's also packed with a bunch of, it's backloaded with a bunch of seasonal holiday situations. Q4 is traditionally good in a lot of businesses. And so I, I call this slingshot time. So important to nail September so you can nail Q4 and you've got a front load Q4. You've got to say basically the year is done by Thanksgiving. Hmm. In my house, it's by, it's by um, Halloween, by the way, but that's a different story. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I've got so many birthdays that are stacked after that. But you basically say you got done. I've got to be done by Thanksgiving. And I and I got to use December to plan to to really make sure that the next year is all about where you want it to be. Essentially, what I'm saying is, if you don't win September, you're screwed for the following year. Mm. Now you can always get a chance to reset, but to win the most, to win the following year, you've got to win September, which allows you to win Q4, which allows you to win prep, which allows you to win momentum for the following year. If you don't win September, you're screwed for the the, the following year. <laughs> I think that's so important to take a pause and analyze. So what you're saying is 
Q4 has to be successful so that the whole next year can be successful, right? We could say Q1 of next year, but if you're not yeah. successful in Q1, right, that's that sets you back. That's your point. So first of all, kudos to you. Like since I've known you, it's always been go, go, go. So to have you prioritize intentional time, and I wrote down what you said. I got to this place where I was more reactive. That's like the trigger point, right? Like maybe there's a a version of that, like to head that off before it gets to that point. But I like that you you took it, analyzed it, and like have been intentional about slowing down. So when you say when September, what does that mean? Because it, it has an air of like, this is strategic time, right? So the whatever space that you've created in your schedule, intentional time is so that you can use it for strategic time, right? So what might be some tips or some strategies or some best practices that you use and or so that, that other, other people can take away from this conversation about um, you know, maybe this is the first time that they're hearing if, if September's not successful. I'm not going to have a great next year. Like just to start thinking about that. So put some, uh, some more thoughts in people's minds with how they can use September to be successful for Q4, but also for the next year as well. I, I'm pushing on that point really hard because it's so important to really think about where we are. I had lots of clients over the last month, two months, really been in summer season, especially those with kids as well. It's it's it, things change with what's going on in their lives, and so it's easy to get swept away and go. Oh, all right, September is just me getting back to things. Like, what does that mean? To your point, it's the intentional time. Okay, where are we right now? Where did I say I was needed to be by the end of September? What happened in the summer? What did I do? What was great about it? What do I need to reset? Do I need to reset? Am I good? And do I know what success looks like in September? Because it's different for everyone. So where must I be then in September in, in alignment with my year goals? And I, am I set myself up for success in Q4? Like I want to have Q4. Like everyone's years is different. I'll give an example. A client, I've got an advisor client who would normally take towards Thanksgiving, maybe longer to do all of these client reviews. This year we did them by June the 24th. Mm. Essentially got two quarters of stuff where he's got a completely different approach than he would normally have. So everyone's different in what it is, but it's a great check-in time. It's the most important to really ask yourself, okay, cool. I've got a month, let's say, to really make sure that I'm aligned with where I wanted to be by the end of the year. What must I do to win this month? Am I on track? And then what, if anything, needs to change for the last quarter to make sure I can win? And we're assuming that the year ends at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because right. It gives us the space. You know, the the opposite version of this is in my old corporate career where it would get to March and people would say, all right, let's do our planning for the year, meaning the current year. It's like, hang on, it's March. We've already missed the quarter pretty much. What? What? This is ridiculous. And then the narrative will be, yes, it is ridiculous, but we should do it anyway. So, well, yeah, you should. But next year, can we talk about this in October? You know, and mm. that comes from getting ready in September. So wherever you are, even if the check-in is like, I got, I'm good, I've got it. Is that, I mean, I'll check on that as well. Is that really true? But that's the biggest part for me. It's just, okay, where am I in relationship where I want to be? And am I on target? So coach, do you, how do you, how do you do that? Is it meditation time in the morning? Is it just extra breaks in your calendar now? So you know that you're going to be thinking about that. Like, how do you think about, how do you, how do you slow down and think about what you need to think about? 
<laughs> it's a it's a bizarre place, right? Like with this awareness concept, right? There's a lot around like meditation, journaling, space, doing this. Mm-hmm. It's it's a weird thing with awareness. Like you don't know, you don't know. Like how do I how do I if the tendency is to be distracted and not be aware, it's the it's the thing itself is the problem. How do I make sure that I'm aware? Yeah. <laughs> But it just takes as much intention as you can of stacking the deck in your favor through the things that you can do in your life. Mm. And, and like you said earlier, there's some cues to recognize. If you don't feel good, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's not just the way it is. Look at what you're actually doing on a day-to-day basis. What don't you like doing? How full are you? How much space have you got just to have space sake? And light start to trim down if there's not enough space. And if you can legitimately say, look at my calendar, hey, the season I am in right now is delivery and I need to be running this fast. If you can put out on a heart and say that I'm good. Oh, all right, all right. But also know that when is the time that it's not going to be like that to give yourself a space. There's quite the other day. You should be a space where you can say no to doing coffee meetings and still have an uncluttered schedule. Like meaning you don't say no to coffee meetings because I'm just too busy. You say no because you're protecting the fact that you're uncluttered. Mm. That's huge. I feel like we have a default of what we're capable of handling. And that's where we feel that overwhelm, like if we get overscheduled, but that's the stretch period. We talked the last couple of episodes about that for myself. The reverse is true too, right? If If we're if we're in a sweet spot and we like our schedule, but it feels like we're not doing enough, we'll just fill it up with unintentional things. So what you're saying is even if you have that space in the schedule, you don't have to fill it up. But like that's that's the intentional time maybe that is needed for what we're talking about in this conversation. Yeah. If if you're if you're used to working seven till five every day, you'll be so full to the brim of what that feels like. Someone might say to you, well, if you had that time in the morning, what would you do with it? I have no idea. So why do I need it? Why might I change? I've got no, I've got nothing else to put in there. Because how could you? Because you're only used to doing that same thing. Hmm. What you need to do first is create that seven till nine, let's say as an example, space. And if you have two or three weeks in a row where you've got that space between seven and nine in the morning, you're going to start to figure out ways of time you actually want to fill it with. Aha, uh-huh, so we don't have to have the answer to to be intentional about it. You have to have the space to find space. the intention. Space comes first. Space comes first. Mm. That is such a huge lesson uh, for, for me from the receiving end, but also from the coaching perspective. I have a number of clients who are overwhelmed or stressed right now. And, and the perception is that they can't do anything about it. Like this is this is what my schedule is. I have to show up for all these things. Nothing's going to change unless we change. That's one of my favorite quotes, right? That's a, a coaching principle too. For anything to change, I must change. And like, I, I love what you said about um, the feeling. The first check is checking in. If I don't feel good, something's something's wrong. I have to change something. <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> and, to feel good. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so some people don't even start with that, right? I want to feel good. So that's where I start out. So let's just be in agreement with that. Like, I want to feel good. So whenever I don't feel good, that that's my my red flag. Hey, let's check in sometimes because I also think there's part of that with like I don't I don't want to check what's under the bed. <laughs> I don't want to peel it back and know what the answer is. So sometimes that causes people to hesitate 
with like I, I kind of already know what it is, but I don't want to check. <laughs> it's wild. It's like it's painful doing it, but I'm scared that there's going to be more pain if I do something else. Yeah. That, but that that's why you must do it. <laughs> because yeah. if there's not enough pain to change, then it's that horrible chronic pain where it's it's not good, but it's tolerable. And you just get used to it. You're used to it. Oh, that is the scariest place to be. Scary. That's the opposite of can I. What's the opposite of constant constant never-ending sameness? Cans. Use <laughs> 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 the silly life stuff. But we all get stuck in that place sometimes. And being aware that that we do. Even us, we live and work in these principles, right? Because we work all day, all day long with our clients. But there's no fixing this. It's a constant shifting journey, seasonality of these things, and just being being aware as possible and just practicing, building the muscle. Yeah, so maybe I want to share a little bit more about the situation that I'm in. Um, I mentioned earlier today, actually, to you, we're pre-recording um our, our pre-recording prep time if you will but uh i i i'm i'm looking to level up in in my business i'm looking to hire uh a bookkeeper for example somebody to take care of my finances and it's funny because i'm in this space where like the schedule is good i have intentional time carved out i'm protecting it um i'm going to adopt your september strategy here and just think about what the rest of the year looks like so all that's like a check. So uh, it's almost like I'm in this place with uh, like, I'm already accelerating. I'm already moving forward the way I want to. And then these other additional things, like th- what the space is maybe giving me the opportunity to do is to is to make the car more aerodynamic. Like I'm uh, right now, I'm not trying to get the car to go fast. I'm trying to get the car to go faster. And that's mm. like, it's such a, it's it's a good place to be. And I think, by doing that, I'm also making sure that I'm not going to to be become slower. Like it's the the most surefire way to make sure that I continue moving forward. Because as soon as I do that, it's going to give me other opportunities to make the car go faster too. So, so it, I love it. So it's it's not the car is going f- slow; it's going fast. And so you're removing resistance, so it goes faster, easier. Yes. So it's it's. It's not just more horsepower. It's actually same horsepower, more aerodynamic. So it just it slips through, cuts through what's there already. It's cut, I actually used this example earlier. It's like I'm driving back from the beach yesterday. When you're driving, you're driving along at 75 or something, and it's effortless. Right, my truck will do like 1500 RPM, 75 miles an hour in 10th gear. And you're like barely touching the gas, and someone's joining the highway. They're like accelerating to join, and they're just to catch up to you, and you're just sailing past, right? Like it's already got the momentum. But yeah, it's 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 trimming the hedges, trimming the edges, so you get more aerodynamic effect without having to push harder. Yeah, I like that, coach. I like how you change that. Trimming the hedges or trimming the edges, <laughs> more aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, I like that. And then how does that feel? Because pushing feels a certain way. Like it feels like 
ah, I could apply full supply horsepower, apply like, hey, don't figure out a way how to, you know, take, like it was, uh, I've been spending time working on the house this weekend, you know, the beach house. And my approach to everything is just like, well, I'll just brute force it, right? I'll just pick it up and throw it. <laughs> Whereas my wife would be, we can, if we just like undo it and screw it, it'll just come apart. <laughs> so, so my default is that like if if in doubt like put some muscle behind it and it's the same thing as business and horsepower right it's like push harder so i know what that feels like so what does the aerodynamic approach feel like yeah this is interesting for me so let's let's talk through this because i feel like a version of this conversation is the self-sabotage it's like the equivalent of filling up the schedule when i don't have to um like I, the space that i'm in right now I've been intentional about creating for this whole year and I'm in a, I'm on pace for the goals that I set for myself January 1st. Like, I just want to let that be okay. Not that I, I shouldn't tweak and hone and make the car go faster, but I'm also not pressing so much that I'm, you know, something that I want, I'm pushing it further away. That could be a thing too. I've experienced that quite a bit actually. Uh, so, so I'm letting the situation be what it is for now. And now this is why I'm excited about this new September strategy is with this intentional time, there's a lot to celebrate from over the summer, expansion time, extending uh, new normal now for what, what I'm capable of, what I can handle. And now that I have the space, what am I going to do with it? What's the most, um, what, what's the most useful way, the, the most return way? How can I get the most ROI on this, on this time? I don't have the answer for that yet, so stay tuned, everybody, for these next few episodes. <laughs> I've definitely been in that space as well. Overall, yeah, leverage versus effort, leverage versus effort, leverage versus effort. What might be the area of your business or indeed life where you're underinvested right now, but is crucial to you, or could be in the future? Listen to a podcast this morning about investment and getting in early with the right companies creates huge leverage, obviously. But it's being able to think long-term. If this worked the best way it could possibly work, what would it look like in five, 10 years? And assuming that best version of it, what should I be focused on right now? Sure. Don't settle. Don't settle. But also don't blow up where you are if you're in a good spot. So yes. it's still it's still the push, but with leverage, not effort. Yeah. And the long-term thinking really hits home for me. Um, I, I think I've said this before. We're all creators of our environment, of our lives. And the way that we're living now is just because that was the limitation of what we could perceive in the past. So that's another reason why the check-in is so important. This will be my takeaway for this uh, conversation is that is how important the check-in is because even if this is beating a dead horse and we sound like a broken record, it changes every time you check in. There are new things to check in <laughs> with. That's the whole point of it is that right. there's new perspectives and perceptions that if you just continue running on that, on that hamster wheel, you're going to miss all these things, even if you did it six months ago or even three months ago. So this is the September long-term check-in here i'm excited to see where it goes yeah it's like here's, the, here's your alert right now it's like i don't need an alarm i'm already awake 
no <laughs> yeah if you find yourself saying i did that already then it's a surefire sign that you actually need to do it again just like just like me with the like oh i'm i'm good but i'm not good i don't feel good what mm. what am i like why am i not fired up to do this because you might say look i'll just push through it but there is no push through it because what happens is you're going to end up in a worse position because all the things that you're setting up that you get to do, you don't want to not do because you want to, you want to just push through the other side. You'll end up ruining anyway. They won't be there anymore. Mm. It's like trying to push on a relationship, whether that's a business relationship, personal relationship going, I want to make it something. It will be, or it won't be. If you push it, you'll push it out. Again, it comes back to focus on what you can control and just letting go of what happens if you mm. live your life with i don't care what happens that will feel good <laughs> it, everything will feel good there's nothing that can touch you then doesn't mean but and also doesn't mean you shouldn't have intention right but the best way you know we know all suffering comes from attachment to the outcome so. mm. awesome stuff coach absolutely onwards and upwards we'll see you next time on true seekers Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achievers Mindset. And come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.